State Shift This Podcast, Episode 9. Welcome to the State Shifters Podcast. We're back. Episode 9, State Shifters Podcast. This is Jordan and glad to have you back with me. Uh, I'm really excited about today's episode and it's going to be a bit of a Q&A style. We decided to change it up a little bit uh, this time around because it'd been a few weeks since our last chat uh, and Josh and I, we've kind of, we'd gone through a lot of things in, in I guess, in our, in our own lives that we wanted to share and discuss and maybe perhaps get each other's opinion on certain situations that we were going through and turn into a bit of a therapy session, to be honest. I, I kind of got a lot out of the, the questions that I asked Josh and um, I feel this style of podcast is going to be something maybe we're going to pursue pursue further and you know I hope you guys get a lot out of it as well, which I'm sure you will. Uh, the, the early part of the discussion really focuses around uh, finding passion and purpose in a career and, and how to know if you're on the right path or what to do if you're struggling to find, you know, a connection with, with your purpose or you, you don't know what your passions are. And, and I shed some light on, on kind of the experience that I went through when I transitioned out of a job and began my search to, to find a purpose and, and connect with my passions. So there's a few other questions and, and answers that we, we run through towards the end of the podcast. So stay tuned right to the end. You can get a lot out of this one. Uh, enjoy the episode, guys. Josh, how are you, mate? Welcome back, State Shifters Podcast. We're here for another another episode. How's things? Yeah, good. Thanks, Jordy. Good to uh, good to chat to you again, mate. It's been a while. It has been a while. Um, yeah, lots to catch up on. I think. I know, mate. I know. Uh, I've had a few trips. I've had a few holidays. Uh, weather's getting warm in Canada. Uh, what updates can you give me from your end, your side of the world? Mate, I haven't been I haven't been travelling as much as you, unfortunately. Um, I've been I've been uh, having a bit of a staycation, just working, yeah, working, and uh, yeah, I don't know, trying to trying to uh, stay healthy, pretty much. It's been good. We're getting a bit colder over here now as well. Yeah, it's it's funny. I'm, I'm, the day has finally come, man. Honestly, today it's absolutely beautiful outside, and I've been walking around in shorts and a t-shirt. Uh, so I've been here nine months, and this is the first time that I've I've donned the shorts. So. It's, uh, <laughs> it's it's yeah it's it's quite nice. There's such a big shift in the energy of Toronto when when the weather gets warmer, man. Everyone's out outside in the right. patios. It's, it's good. Yeah, it's good to see. It's good to see. Yeah. A long time. I went to a, went to a Bondi on uh, yesterday, uh, Friday morning mm-hmm. b- before work for a bit of a, a sunrise swim, and it was a pr- it was pretty bloody chilly in the water. I <laughs> tell you, well, yeah. Mate, you know how I like the cold, the uh, those cold, <laughs> the ice baths, the ice baths, yeah, yeah. and some um, great way to freshen up, isn't it? Anyways, mate, yeah. we, uh, you know we've had a little chat before we jumped on the line on the call today. We're kind of going to direct today's uh, today's podcast about around maybe around a bit of a Q and A, where both of us can kind of discuss some of the things that we've realised in the past since our part since our last chat. Uh, any areas of discussion that's kind of come up in our own lives that we can maybe perhaps ask each other some questions on how to approach situations or scenarios in our life that maybe we feel like have been challenging. And I know for me, there's been a few things that have come up that I've made note of and be I'm eager to get your opinion on them. So from, from your perspective, um, maybe do you, have you 
had anything come up in your life that you'd like to, um, that you feel like you've learnt a lot from or you want to discuss or share uh, since our last call? Yeah, I think, um, I think the one thing I wanted more, more to get your opinion on because that's something I think I, what I've been working in lately, people that don't know, working in um, e-commerce, so web development and uh, that space. Not as much of a corporate job, but still, you know, the nine to five driving business for companies. It's um, it's it's still like a it's still a, a pressurized environment, and there's a lot of you know there's a lot of external pressure. I deal with clients, so always always trying to deliver on what they on what they want. So I think lately I've just been questioning for me purpose, what I really want to do. Um. And obviously, seeing you take the take the leap over to Canada to uh, to, to work on on uh, on your passion is um, inspiring to me to be able to try and do something similar. So I think for me at the moment, it's been trying to figure out what I actually want to do to be able to align my work with um, with what I want to achieve personally. Um, so yeah, a few little I might might try and get a few little tidbits of advice from you on that. Yeah, I love it, mate. I mean, what about you? What have, what have you brought to the table? Yeah, I've got I've got a few I've got a few things noted down. Um, I guess I guess I'll, we could address the purpose uh, that purpose question straight away, just because it's fresh in my mind now. I had a few things come to me as you were speaking, um, mm. and all I can all I can speak about, I guess, then because I'm eager now to find out what what the thoughts are going on in your head with your direction, because. You know, it's it's we're both we both ended up moving from our hometown, man. Do you find that interesting? We're both in away from our hometown, so I guess something's pulled us in the directions that we've taken. Uh, so, are you planning on staying in Sydney? Have you had thoughts around your career path? Or yeah, well, I mean, when I when I first came here, I was in that other I was in another job, even uh, even more pressurized, I think, than than the one I'm in now. And when I first started looking for other jobs, my main criteria was was one where I can um, I can help people because that's my I think um, I think we've spoken before about about um, mantras or affirmations. And I think um, I think it's important when you when you're dealing with with purpose. I, I wrote down four things. I wrote um, I wrote four things on what um, makes me happy, and then I wrote four things on what I want with like what I want for my life. And I think for me, because I'm trying to align those two lists so that what I want and what makes me happy um, can work simultaneously. Um, and on that list I had, I had um, being able to help people um, escape from the like self-imposed suffering that they have, which is, you know, partially, while while I'm doing this and then trying to trying to offer any advice that I've that I've experienced through my life, um, and I'd love to be able to I'd love to be able to align that with the work that I do, um, so that I can that I can uh, try and help people in as in as many ways as possible. Um, so I think it's just just a shift from being in a job where I I need it to be able to survive in this in this environment. And just waiting for the time when it's right to shift from that into something where I can I can help people. So that's my main motivation, I think, at this point. You're beautiful, man. I mean, I've got no doubt that for you that that's 
always going to unfold naturally. I feel for me it was a little bit more um, I took a path that I found, I kind of realised after starting my job because my, my previous job was in accounting and I studied for four years, took this this path that I think initially I chose out of it was a, more of a fear mindset where I just I just wanted to make money. I wanted to have a job where I was going to have security and um, have enough money to do the things that I wanted. I never really did what you did, which was ask what makes me happy and what impact do I want to have and how do I want to help people. So I kind of did that, did those um, exercises kind of after I finished my degree and after I started working in a full-time job that I soon realized didn't align with my passions and really I didn't have any purpose in my work. So for me, it was more about first trying to identify what my passions were. And I, I, I believe you sort of have already, you know what you're passionate about and that's kind of, like you said, helping people um, break free from self-imposed suffering. And, you know, it, it's, you sort of got clear in what your passions were. Was that something you've already done? Um, I think so because mm. then, I, then after that, after that, I kind of, um, I don't know. My 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 parents have always been of the of the opinion that happiness is a choice. Mm. Um, and that no matter like the the job isn't isn't the problems. The mindset about the job that can be the problem. Um, so after the decision I'd I was had been made, um, I either, I either had to accept the job I was in or change it. Uh, at this point in time, I didn't need to change it. So I accepted the, the work I was in and then tried to find a way in which I could reach that goal within the job I'm in anyway. So what I found myself doing is bringing happiness or trying to trying to bring happiness to the people that I work with to make that a more cohesive and, and harmonious environment, um, to which I hope I've succeeded. Um, but I think that's, that's what I've done in my previous work roles is um, just try to, to rub off any any um i don't know any happiness to the people working around me um because i think that yeah that's that's the change that i've tried to make in like the in the in the situation that i was in before managing to make that leap into an actual job where the job involves helping people in and of itself yeah i mean i think the first thing that I because oh, you you were the one who gifted me Eckhart Tolle's book A New Earth and when I first read that book that really just opened up all these new ways of thinking that really had all the solutions to all the problems that I had inside my own head and Eckhart one of the key things that stood out from that book was was the section on purpose and secondary purpose primary purpose and secondary purpose and like mm. you like you said in your situation you kind of chose to accept what your job was and, and find and bring peace, happiness and presence into the situation and into your work environment, which is such a beautiful thing to do. And then I realized that during my time at my, my previous job last year. And that, and that was when I cultivated my primary purpose, which stemmed from Eckhart's book. And the primary purpose is here and now is to be present, is to be present in life. That's everyone's purpose, first of all. Is, is to be present to when you're in a situation, like any work situation, is to be there. Be the, be the presence in any environment, in any social encounters. 
I think you're you you live that uh, you live that well before I did. So I think then cultivating the secondary purpose, which is the actual what we do for work or where we choose to invest our time. Um, for me, it came from first finding my primary purpose, which is to find presence, find stillness through meditation, through mindfulness. And from that, I found courage to then get clear on what my, what my passions were and then, then take, take that leap of faith of, of pursuing that, pursuing, those, pursuing the, the urge that my heart was pulling me towards a direction. Uh, whereas before I cultivated stillness and presence, I didn't have the courage because my mind kept me trapped in the environment through thinking such as, oh, what if I don't find a job in this area? What if I don't make enough money? What if people, you know, I'm not going to look like I'm successful because, you know, I'm going to have to go back to minimum wage and I don't have that title of, oh, I'm an accountant, I have a degree, I work for Deloitte. So it was like, there were the things that kept me trapped in my situation and it wasn't until presence and stillness entered my life through my primary purpose that I then found the courage to act on the heart, the heart, intuition, those emotions that were true to who I was. So I guess, mm. yeah, I guess for anyone who, who's maybe in a similar situation to what I was back home where I didn't know what my purpose was, I didn't know what my passions were, but I knew my situation that I was in wasn't, wasn't it, uh, would be to bring presence and stillness or consciousness or awareness into your life and do what you're doing, which is bring that into your job now um, yeah so then I guess then how how would you so that I, I acted I've found my secondary purpose through my passions which has been health and wellness and you know acted on them through that how do you think people when do you think that courage is cultivated to then act like I know you, you I guess the courage mm. you probably already have the courage you're just waiting to decide what what direction you want to take but what if someone is just the idea of them leaving their job right now is just unfathomable. Um, when, when, when do you think the time is right? How, how do you know? Yeah, I think, I think, um, it depends on if you've, yeah, if like what you said is if, if you, have you already accepted the, your primary purpose? Have you already accepted the job you're in? Um, cause it's going to be two different reasons for leaving. If you've done that already, it's going to be by choice. If you haven't, if you haven't accepted, and you and you're and you're in a job that you're resisting, and you don't want to be there, you you wake up and you dread going in. Um, then it's going to be a matter of time before you before you snap, basically, or what they call, you know, you burn out, or you you you've just simply had enough and you have to leave. Yeah. So it goes from being, goes from being, uh, I want to leave. To I need to leave because it's having such a detrimental effect on my on my personal life. Um, so I think you, 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 at all costs you want to avoid it getting to that last that last stage where you just you've you've succumbed to the pressure of work so much that you just basically break down, which I think can happen. Um, which is which is interesting that that you can succumb to such external pressure. Um, and I suppose it's just the importance people put on work and their job for whatever reasons, um, even if they don't like it. Um, but I think if you've, if you can accept the the, the job that you're in, um, like like you said, um, 
remove the resistance for a second. Um, and I think part of that comes with realizing that, that it's not that important that working is working is just a, a part of, of this life that we've created. But in the grand scheme of things, it's not that important. Like it's not the most important thing in your life. Um, from that you can then accept, okay, I'm just going to, I'm going to do what needs to be done. I'm not going to, I'm not going to stress or think about it more than I have to. And then you can have the clarity and you're not drained all the time. You don't, you don't use all your energy focusing on work. You have the clarity to think, oh, what, what do I actually want? Is this job achieving it? Maybe, maybe not. You can, you can bring a set, a, a, a bit of realism into it. Um, saying do i have do i have enough money right now to be able to be able to 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 do that do i have that that freedom um and then you can make it make it like a a a logical decision um i think like like you said it's it's all the only thing that stops you is fear-based it's um it's all those it's all those thoughts that the mind makes up saying oh i you know i i i can't survive you know i can't survive um, eight weeks of unemployment, like I'll go broke, I won't be able to pay things, uh, what if I don't get another job, I'm not skilled enough for these positions, like all those, all, all the justifications come in as reasons not to leave because it's a safer environment. Um, but I think if you weigh up, if you weigh up, is is that worse than going, going through a, a position that's causing me detriment every day? Um, and part of it is just having, having, uh, yeah, I suppose faith in. If you believe in, if you believe in um, uh, that that you can basically manifest whatever you want, which is obviously a tough thought to have, then there's no fear necessary. That uh, that the universe can basically provide you with whatever you need when you need it. Um, I think that's that's the that's the toughest thing, man. Is having that having that. Um, having that faith in like in the unknown basically that's a tough step which i think um yeah it's difficult difficult what you did for sure yeah agreed i think the area that came out for me while you were chatting was the clarity was finding the clarity to maybe figure out what direction you want to take and when you find clarity i think that's when you can really start to tune into your inner voice or your intuition or tune into your heart um, and then you can start to, yeah like you said you can start to ask what well, like if this isn't what I want what is what what do I want to do uh, because although work isn't really that important we still spend a lot of majority of our time at work so it would make mm. it would make sense to do something that makes you feel Good. You're doing something that you're excited to do every single day, um, and I think that that people seem to think that luxury that that's a luxury or that's that's uh, only available to a select few or only available to the lucky. I think I think that's rubbish, man. I think everyone that it should be a right to everyone. Everyone has the right to go to work happy and and love what they do. And if mm. you're not doing that, I think you're cutting yourself short. And I'm, 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 I truly believe that because now that I've experienced both ends of it, you know, uh, and the work that I do now, it's, it's not work. It's honestly not work. I, I, 
uh, I get up and get to go and be around like-minded people. I get to help people. I get to do the things that I would be doing in my spare time. I get to do the things that I did in my spare time at my previous job. So I'd finish my, my job early so I could go home and work on the things that I now do full-time. Um, mm. And it's, it's, ama- it's amazing to compare and contrast the two different, yeah, the two different pathways to living. And I think I want everyone to kind of set that, set that bar high. Is like you, I should be excited to go to work every day. Um, I should get to have a purpose that is aligned with my passion, and it comes from clarity. It comes from asking, what would I do if money wasn't a factor? What would I do if I if I won the lottery tomorrow? What 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 things? What are my unique strengths that I can then use to to help to help others? Um, uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's important. That's an important point. I think mm. is. I think I, I think it was um, I can't remember who said it, but it was I think it might have been the Dalai Lama actually. So what what can I do? Uh, the only question we should ask ourselves is what can I do to help others right now? And I think that's for me that's the underlying idea of purpose is how can I help how can I help others around me? And if I'm not in a position where I can do that right now, how can I get to a position? in which I can help others because now that's the, that's the, that's the only way this, um, it's the only way this world's going to, going to be peaceful is really if we can cultivate the primary purpose of everyone to help others and not themselves. Yeah. I, yeah. You're dead right, man. I think primary purpose is, is, is number one. And we all share that. We all share that. So I think, that that as a foundation then sets sets up sets us up for finding our uniqueness everyone has a unique everyone is a is a unique being with a unique purpose that when we then connect to our source which is we are all connected we then get to express our uniqueness which i i think is is quite amazing which is why creativity is so highly valued in society today because it's so unique to the individual, but it comes from the source. You must connect with your source before you can, before it can flow through you in, in a creative outlet. So that's, mm. yeah, uh, yeah, well said. And then you can then help others through that, through your, through your unique expression. Yeah, um, mate. Yeah, man, I think this, I think this, uh, this topic, I guess, this this area that we've been discussing ties in nicely to uh, one of the questions I had um, prepared for you. Um, so, for, so in my kind of situation at the moment, I've been living, uh, you know, I haven't had really my own uh, living environment. I've been sharing a house with lots of other people, my girlfriend's family. Um, you know, there's there's lots of, you know, there, she has lots of siblings living there as well. So I'm, I'm living with teenagers. It's like it's it's quite a hectic environment at times, but um, I'm learning so much from this. And I think uh, there was a stage where I was kind of forcing, um, force. Uh, I, I was looking to the next stage in terms of moving out and finding my own place. I was, I was had one eye in the future. And I think I was missing out on lots of opportunity to learn in the present from this present situation that I was in. So I guess my question is, how do you know when the time's right to 
move on or transition into another phase in life and I guess it, it ties in with the with the question around work and career how do you know when it's when you've learnt all you can when you've grown as a person through the situation that you're now in and you then decide to take that leap or transition into a new phase um, have you had any situations or experiences with that and, and if so what advice would you give anyone who, who may be in a similar situation yeah that's a that's a good question i think um what you're touching on there is obviously resistance to resistance to the current moment um yeah wanting being in a situation i think i suppose yeah it goes back to exactly what we're talking about the same thing but in your personal life is is having something that's currently happening um and not wanting it to happen and looking for a future moment and saying that will be better once once I'm there. Like once I'm there, everything will be better. Um, which I think happens to everyone, like on a, on a probably on a daily basis. Um, you know, once I get once I win the lotto, things will be better. Or once I get that promotion, things will be better. Once I get once I get that new car. Um, for me, I think um, I've definitely definitely been in those situations before so even things like with um with uh even with my last job thinking oh this this job like this job sucks like um, it's just high pressure i don't want to be here so you, you're continually looking for for the next yeah for the for the next thing that's gonna then it's gonna make you happier um i think for me i i focus a lot on on non-action which is uh i think an interesting thought and something that's probably tough to get around because it kind of seems it non-action can be taken as doing as doing nothing and doing nothing has always been seen as as bad um but i think in when i'm when i've been in those situations in the past just taking yourself back to be the observer of the situation rather than being in the situation itself because when you're in the situation, it's like you're in it's like you're in a, a white water rapids. Everything's pushing you. You're you're being sh- you're being shoved around in all different directions by the emotions of the people around you. You're reactive to everything that's happening. You know, you're constantly fighting the the pull and the push of the water. Um, so when you can take yourself out of that and you can just look down at the rapids moving, suddenly it's peaceful and there's no more. No one's no one's pushing you around. No one's you're not reacting to anything. You're just watching it unfold and happen as, as everything occurs. Um, and I think in those situations, you have basically two choices or three choices. You either you either change the situation. If you can't change it, which is what you're in right now, you, you have to accept it. Or third, you can resist it. And resistance just brings suffering. So for me, there's only one logical answer, which is to accept it. Um now I think if you re if you reassess that reassess that whenever you can, eventually there'll become a point where you can change it, and that's when action can occur. But until that point, acceptance is the only peaceful option. But within acceptance, you can also look um, for, as you said, paths to to grow, and and paths to paths to practice mindfulness. Um, and and that's that that is the practice. The practice is in accepting the moment, always accepting the current moment. If it can't be changed, 
then the practice is accepting. So meeting someone that you, I think we've all experienced meeting someone, uh, you know, meeting a friend of a friend or meeting a, a, a new coworker or someone that you just don't get along with. That like you meet someone, you go, oh god, this person's just annoying, or they they're too loud, or they, you know, something you pick up, something you don't like about them. I think yeah, I think if you can cultivate the mind mentality that you can learn something from everyone. Um, that that every person has been brought into your life for a reason, that every situation has has cultivated itself based on everything that's previously happened. So so therefore it's meant to be happening, and you can practice acceptance of it. Then it's only gonna it's only gonna make your life more peaceful and less uh, less hectic. So I think for me it's just it's about bringing um, the practice of acceptance into into day to day life. Um, and watching, watching it um, as the observer, as the non-judgmental observer, waiting for the time where change is possible, and then you can take the action that you want to take. Such a beautiful answer, man. I, I think if anyone's listening, they could apply that approach to any situation in life that they aren't happy with. Accept, change, or resist. It's pretty simple. Um, but for me, I, over, I overlooked it yeah, and it's so easy to do, you know, get mm. stuck in the resistance. And, and like you said, you know, if, they, if change can't be made, you can either accept it or resist. And one is a lot easier than the other. One's going to bring, going to help you learn lessons. The other is going to keep you trapped in a negative mindset and trap you, trap you in negative emotions, restrict, mm. restrict the flow of life essentially. Yeah. So, good answer. Man. I think we sp- I think we spoke about how um how you can tell when you're resisting as well. Cuz I think uh we were talking about like for me it's the physical <clears throat> I can always tell I'm resisting when the physical starts to to occur. Like I get a tenseness in my chest. Um I start like I start breathing shorter. Um and, and I can actually feel that I'm resisting the current moment. So I think picking up on when you're resisting and then p- taking a taking a time to just pause and say what why am I resisting what's the what's the source and then trying to accept the source for whatever it is in the understanding that it's happening because it's happening um, and it couldn't happen any other way. Yeah, just having the self awareness really, you know, that mm. I think not enough people check in and ask how am I feeling in this moment? Am I resisting? Um, and, and you know your emotional state is always telling you, you know, if you if you feel like you said constriction, restriction in in your body or any anything any emotion that is not, you know, positive. I would say if you're in a negative emotional state, that's a, often a sign that you're resisting the present moment. So yeah, self awareness is key to knowing. Great answer, man. Thank mm. thanks thanks for sharing that. Um, no, it's all good. Yeah. Did you have any other uh, any questions that you wanted to bring up? Um, that was my. To be fair, that was my main one. Mm-hmm. Was, uh, I think for me at the moment, for me at the moment, work is consuming a large portion of my life. <clears throat> so that's the main. That's, they're the main questions that I have. Um, are around. Are around. Am I doing what I want to be doing? Um, if not, where do I want to go? And then when's the when's the right time to make that change? Um, but I think, yeah, I think right now, as you said, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm 
choosing not to change it. So therefore, I'm just going to accept it um, for what it is right now and reassess at a point when I when I am in a better position to change. And I think that I think that um, I think the opportunity is going to present itself um, to me whenever it whenever it decides to. So I'm just going to uh, sit and wait patiently. I know it will, mate. Yeah. What about you, mate? Any other, any other, anything else you wanted to raise? Yeah. Uh, for me, I've noticed recently in some social settings when I'm around, um, I know some of my some friends or some some friends of friends, and I've been in social environments where uh, I'm kind of forced to, I guess, engage or be around conversations that are taking on more of an uh, and mind-based, ego-based activity, which in for me it was coming in the form of like gossiping or talking about others or talking down on others, or and I found myself judging these people for this type of this type of behavior. And I guess my question for you is like, how do you deal with judgment? I guess the fact that I was noticing the judgment is, is was one thing, but. I didn't notice it at the time and it was actually affecting my energy. Uh, and I guess it goes back to, you know, the, I guess the four agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz, where the first agreement is being true to your word. And, you know, here I, I, we talk a lot about presence and not engaging in ego and non-judgment. And it was my ego that was judging. Judgment comes from ego. So... I was actually, my mind was doing what they were doing. My ego was judging them, which was at the same level of energy that they're gossiping and talking down on others. So I guess in those situations, have you ever had, would you have advice for not judging others? And if, if, if so, how do you approach these situations where you're, you're stuck in, in a situation where people are, uh, you know, not necessarily engaging in activities that you would you would condone. Uh, do you try and direct them down a non-judgmental path? Do you direct them down a non-gossiping conversation? Do you bring awareness for them into the, the gossiping that they might be doing? Or any words of advice there? Um, yeah, I think it's I think it's a situation. I think a lot of people find themselves in. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> yeah. For me, I think. The most important thing is to not try to change what they're doing because trying to change someone's trying to change someone's action or opinion in that moment is once is still an ego based activity because what it's trying to say is i I know what to do better than what you know what to do so what i what I want to do is more superior or a better way of thinking or a better way of acting. Than what you're doing right now, um, and that in itself is inherently ego-based. So I find the only the only action to take is is one of is one of neutrality. As to say, is, is 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 similar to what I was talking about before. Is just becoming the observer. I, social situations for me, I find them fascinating because everyone's unique everyone's different everyone everyone acts differently whether whether they're genuine whether they wear a mask whether they try to be someone that they that they perhaps aren't um 
everyone's unique in in social situations but i think it's beautifully unique um even if it doesn't even if it doesn't correlate well with the way that you perceive they they should be acting or um doesn't fit in with your mentality i think i think even on the basic level like you get people who like it, it just sparks arguments for example someone who's someone who's um i used to work with someone who was vegan and who couldn't be around conversations about meat like at all couldn't be around conversations about about um farming or and and that was like so her choice was her choice was um one it either goes into an argument where where they try and convince you that what you're talking about isn't correct and that that it's a bad mentality to have um the third choice is you can remove yourself from the situation if you don't want to waste your energy on on trying to convince someone that your way of thinking is better than theirs. Or the third way is just to accept everyone's opinion um, and everyone's way of way of um, socialising as it is, and just just observe it because um, everyone is beautifully unique in in what they do. Um, so for me, I, I think when I'm in that situation, I just try. Once again, bring acceptance to whatever they're talking about. You 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 don't have to engage. You don't have to join in. Um, but that's I think that's still staying true to you to your to your um your mentality or your you know your belief is that I don't want to speak down upon anyone. Uh, you don't have to engage in gossip, but you can you can sit there sit there uh, quietly and just just not along like you don't you don't have to engage in it yeah i guess that's I what think, i found difficult though like you know I, I chose to disengage but then i noticed the the judgment that came up and then, then it affected yeah my energy like i said but like if i can see that these people are wasting their energy through engaging in ego-based activities it would you is there any techniques or ways you can kind of get get into the conversation even though it might not have anything to do with I have no idea what the, who they're gossiping about can you go in there and try and I don't know shine a light of aware, bring some awareness into the conversation it doesn't have to be preachy but it could be you know um, saying oh I, I, I've been practicing um, talking only speaking kindness about others um, maybe then directing the conversation into an, a topic of kindness instead of judgment is is there a way to kind of then get is there a way to get involved in the conversation uh, i think is what i'm trying to say without just completely disengaging or just sitting there in silent presence <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a good question um i don't know I, I suppose that's up to you man if you wanted to if you wanted to be like i don't know why are we why are we why are we talking down upon this person? Like, you, you know, if you don't know them, it makes it a bit harder, I think, because it's like, yeah, it's like their that that's their decision is to talk about that person in that way. Like, that's that's the decision they've made. Um, I think for me, it, when I, when I'm in those situations, I I try not to be like, you know, what would why are we doing this? This isn't the right thing to be doing. Let's not talk about this anymore. Um, and I suppose it also depends how, how long it's going on for, because I wouldn't want to be around that for hours. <laughs> um, but 
yeah, I, I think um, it's up to you whether or not you want to, whether or not you want to raise it with them or not. For me, I I prefer just to be, um, yeah, to not involve myself at all. Um, I and I, mean, I suppose there are there, there are techniques to di- like to divert the conversation. Um, but yeah, it, it it I suppose it really depends on the situation, man. Um, yeah, that's a that's a tough one. For me, for me, I think it's just imp- if the most important thing is to not is to not convince them that what they're talking about is incorrect. Even though you don't agree with it, it's so important not to go to the level of saying that you're wrong in what you're doing because that inherently is also ego based, um, and that's like that, that's the basis for the basis for all arguments is your you I know what you should do better than you know what you should do and that was something that I had a massive realization around that in one of my in my previous relationship when I saw her doing something or you know acting in a way that I perceived as incorrect um and just the thought in my head that how how could I possibly know what's right for someone else um I think there's a there's a great analogy that says you should only try to cultivate your own garden. If I choose to grow cabbage and my neighbor chooses to grow corn, who am I to tell them that they should be growing cabbage? It's their choice on what it's their choice on what on what produce they want to cultivate within their own within their own garden, and it's my choice on what I want to cultivate. Yet too many of us peer into our neighbors' gardens trying to see and trying to convince them to grow another another crop. And I think it's so important just to focus on yourself. And through that, it's through action that we spread, not through, not through trying to convince and argue about about what the right thing is to do. Um, action is always the biggest is always the biggest speaker um, for me. Yes, thank you, man. That was that was very. I think you've kind of just helped me have a realization right now. Actually, that's beautiful. <laughs> uh, like seriously, that was. Uh, yeah, very well put. Just yeah, ex- who who yeah, who who am I to judge if someone else how someone is behaving is right or wrong? That's where that's where they're at on their path and yeah, the judgment that was happening was just it was create yeah, it was, it was my ego coming in and, and clashing with their ego. Uh, so I I just yeah, yeah, the way you described that was perfect. Thank you. Oh, good man. Yeah, you mentioned off offline that you had a question or an area about dealing with neg- negativity. I guess. Uh, uh, yeah. Do you want to expand on that? Yeah, I just I found um I found recently coming into a to meet with a, a few people just in my life that have a very downtrodden attitude towards life, um, and I just I don't know if I just wanted to kind of say if you've met people that have. Um, you know, whatever happens, it's kind of like, oh, they always see the downside. And I, I don't think it's necessarily depression. It's not someone who's depressed, but it's just someone who has a negative outlook. So um, something will happen and they'll be, and they, like, they recognize that they're happy, but then they also feel bad about the fact that they know that happiness isn't going to last. Um, 
and then everything that happens around them is just like, oh, well, this could be this could be better, or this could be improved, or this isn't, you know, it's not not this isn't that good. I don't know if you've met anyone like that, or if you've had conversations with people like that before, and just kind of how you interact with them, because I find it very interesting to interact with people like that, because uh, there's almost nothing. I feel like there's almost nothing I can do to. I suppose that just is exactly what we were talking about just then is 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 not doing anything really the the best action there. No, but I just find it I just find them very interesting to deal with. I wasn't sure if you've met anyone similar. Yeah, for sure. I think I've been in maybe situations where I've hung out with people who are quite negative, maybe um whether it's like I guess you're stuck with someone on a, whether you're traveling with people who are negative or work and work situations or I, I tend to try and avoid people who are too negative but obviously there are times when yeah you're going to be around people who constantly see uh, constantly see the, the glass half empty instead of half full and I think yeah. yeah like I think yeah like you said like we were saying before I don't think there's anything we can do but there's certainly something we can be and, and then that's just for me, it's about gratitude. Like I, I try. I the only the times I catch myself not appreciating what I have is when I find negativity creeps into my life. So I guess that's probably for these people, the negative people. They're they're not really grateful. They're not showing gratitude and appreciation for the good things that they have. And I don't know. I I try and be grateful all the time, especially when I'm you know get to to travel and hang out with amazing people and do amazing things expressing gratitude I think is especially when you're around others like I I like to express openly how grateful I am for who I'm with or where I am and I think people pick up on that it's like an energy that people pick up on when 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 you when you show that you're grateful so I think for me when I'm around negative people just being grateful for everything and making sure they see that um, mm. not faking it I mean I guess you could fake it as well fake it till you make it but generally be great yeah be grateful and I think the energy will change from that um, yeah, other than that I guess there's not really much else you can do to, ha- to help someone who, who's putting themselves in a negative uh, mindset or co- they're, they're, they're living out of negative emotions that's, that's something they're creating but certainly your your own energy can affect others your your energetic field that you show up with in any environment is going to affect others so you know the energy of gratitude i feel is is a very strong field that you put out um that is infectious so uh, i think mm. that, yeah gratitude is key no, that's a good me. point yeah i think my, my other point is going to be how do you what do you think that what do you think the first step is of getting out of that i think you're right i think yeah I think I've I've done this before with someone else so writing writing out uh yeah a gratitude list of being like what what am I because I think yeah so it's the focus it's the focus that needs to shift isn't it for for someone to be able to see the more positive side of life is to yeah. shift their focus from what don't I have to what do I have and I think yeah once they once if you could focus if you could focus on everything that you have every day i think you'd be so much happier oh dude that's because... why that's why it's so important to, i think to journal every morning journal just have a gratitude journal write down yeah. what you're grateful for when you wake up it's just like the first mm. you know what i mean it first thing that comes to mind 
is instead of looking at what you don't have, you focus on what you do have. Uh, yeah. So simple, but it's such an effective exercise that yields so much happiness. Yeah. One practice I actually that um, that mum gave me was actually when I was when I was a bit younger was having a jar, and every every day having a three three sixty five page notepad every day write one thing you're grateful for put it in the jar, um, and then at the end of the year you go through and read you go through and read them all and you realize how many things that you've got in your life that you that are that are like that are amazing like especially if you're living in in the Western world man. Like I can look around my room right now and be like, "What the hell? I've got so much stuff that not many other people have." Like, how amazing is that? But just the fact that we're on opposite sides of the world, managing to managing to talk seamlessly—that's uh, I'm grateful for that. It's unbelievable. Oh, mate, modern technology, yeah. <laughs> it's insane. Virtual <laughs> gratitude, <laughs> sending gratitude through uh, through the cosmos right now. I know it's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think you've, you've you've answered that one well. I think I think I think if you can if you can cultivate gratitude in in your everyday life, focus on the things you do have rather than what you don't. Um, but I think yeah, you're right. Living if you if you if you embody that around people, it definitely rubs off. And I've seen that. I've actually seen that through my work. Um, so yeah, I think that's that's yeah, that's bang on. Yeah, love it. I mean, mate, I think. Uh... On that note, we may have to wrap things up there. Uh, it's, it's been a, a great discussion, man. This Q&A segment, the, the Q&A style, uh, this might be something we could work with in the future for, for the podcast. I think we're constantly, I don't know, for me, I'm constantly learning and experiencing new things that I'm, I'm always learning so much uh, being out here and being around new environments and new people that I think we could, we could continue this style, of, uh, this style of episode again. What do you think? Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I think anything that relates to how people feel in everyday life. I think, mm. yeah, it's just about it's just about practicing, man. Mind mindfulness practice, man. Every day, seeing uh, different areas in which you can, in which you can, um, yeah, practice it. Yeah, certainly. Um, anyways, mate, uh, I'm gonna get going because the the Toronto Raptors uh, have just started and they're in their third game against Cleveland. Oh, mate, they're two and zero. They're two and zero. So. Uh, it's been a big, really big disappointment out here. We we had high hopes, <laughs> and they were just LeBron James has has he's too he's good, too mate. good. They, they, I know. They're calling it LeBronto from now on. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but tonight they're going to bounce back, mate. They're going to two one. Oh, let's hope anyway. Oh, fantastic, man. I'm, I'm heading off to the uh, Marrickville markets today. Do my veggie shopping. Beautiful. Hey, mate. Get out in the sun. So. Fantastic speaking to you, mate. Likewise, man. Speak to you again soon. For sure, mate. Take care. There we have it, guys. Another episode of the Stage Shifters podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, It really means a lot. And if you'd like to stay up to date in some of the latest episodes, be sure to subscribe on iTunes. Uh, And while you're at it, you may as well leave a review and feedback while you're there. It's really going to mean a lot to me. Look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now.